Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 30 of the Tanny Judgment Podcast. I am John, your host, as always. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome our new listeners and followers. If you can't tell, I know we're, we're early here. We're having to release this early because I'm going away tomorrow morning. Um, but happy Valentine's Day. We're recording this. It's Valentine's Day. That's right. I am taking away from my romantic evening to come and serenade you crazy bastards out there. Everybody got pripped and primed and manicures and pedicures and all the whole nine and getting, uh, you know, their nails done and dressed up real nice. You know, Sophie and I, we went down to have a nice luxurious dinner down at the Longhorns. You know, that's one stop shopping, baby. You go there, good laughs, good meal, good environment. Chris Stapleton's on the fucking, on the radio. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? And uh, had a delicious menu, uh, a delicious meal. I had chicken tenders and she got a fucking steak. Everybody breaks my balls for getting chicken tenders when I go there. I'm like, dude, this is what makes me happy. You ever see that video? Of that old broad, she's like 98 years old, and they're singing, Happy Birthday. Oh, no, no, that's a different video. You ever see the video, the one I'm thinking of, the video I'm thinking of, it's this old lady, and she takes like, uh, she's got a big bowl, a big bowl of pasta, right? And she takes the, the shredded Parmesan, and she's like, I mean, going ape shit with it. She's got it caked. It's like snowing. There's like a fucking fresh inch of powder on top of the fucking thing. And the lady's like, Grandma, that's enough. And the lady goes, you know, and the caption says she's like 98. And the lady puts the bottle down and she looks at it and she points at her, her granddaughter. I'm assuming it's her granddaughter. She goes, this is what keeps me alive. You know? That right there is... That's what... This is what Longhorns does to me. This is what Chicken Tenders does to me. This is the shit that keeps me going, keeps me alive. I'm not a steak guy. I got a small throat. I was born with a small throat. My whole family's got small throats. I I told you guys this. You know this by now. And if you don't, get with the program, you know? It's just a problem. Like, if I eat, you know, anything with, like, a, 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 a thick texture... I have to cut it up so fine that it takes me damn near an hour and a half to eat it. So I, why would I want to put myself through that? The whole point of going out, especially like tonight, you know, you want to be in the company of the other one. So I'll eat my chicken nuggets and I'll, I'll, I'll live another day. I'm happy as a clam in the sand. Meanwhile, she's chowing down. and She's got these, you know, one by one blocks of solid steak meat, you know, that she's throwing down her throat. Good for you. God bless you. You were born with a big throat. I I wish I could say the same, you know. But uh, had a nice dinner, came back, sat around for a couple of minutes. Then I started packing, getting ready, shit like that. Finally got the uncle to buy a nice snowmobile. Got him a good deal. Got him into a nice... Skadoo, you already know the fucking vibes. Don't play no games, okay? No audit cats, no Polaris, none of that fucking bullshit. We're the real deal. Skadoo 100% of the way. No Yamaha. 
enough. So we're gonna go up there. We're gonna show. I'm gonna show them around. We're gonna do a nice uh, tour of the northern, northern New Hampshire, right up around the border and shit like that. Getting kind of nervous, guys. I don't know this forecast. I know down here it's like 40 during the day. I mean, it was like 50 the other day. You know, it's scary. Like I, I, I'm not. I have to remind myself, like, yeah, like it's hotter than fuck down here, but it's still like okay up there there's still snow to be had there's still riding to be done you know if you if you were going off the weather down here you'd swear that the fucking season was over i'll tell you what the guys and i we went up last weekend and we really got nervous you know on the way up you know i rode up with nick's father mikey the old sailor and uh shout out to you i know you're listening and we rode up had a fucking amazing time. We were having so much fun that we blew right by the fucking exit. You know, we're just we're just talking and laughing like hyenas and, you know, right by the right right by the goddamn exit. So I said, no big deal. And I took him a different way and shit like that. Got to show him a different area, show him where my mother-in-law lives, shit like that. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're getting close. We're like, you know, we're driving about four and a half hours to get to the house we rented, you know? So it's a a long ride. It ain't no fucking, it's not for the faint of heart, I'll tell you that, especially after a long day at work and all the bullshit and packing and loading trailers and loading your gear or whatever the fuck. It's not for the faint of heart, I can assure you, you know? Especially doing it every weekend. And uh, we get up there and we're about probably a half an hour away and we're looking at the, the, the thermostat in the truck that, you know, it tells us the outside temperature. And it says, like, 42 degrees. Now, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. At what temperature does water freeze? Nope. 32 degrees Fahrenheit. Zero Celsius, right? So I'm looking at this. I'm looking at him going, I don't know, man. And we're passing through areas. The snow is wicked, wicked thin. There's really not a lot of cover. We're starting to get a little like, did we fuck up here, you know? And you can't predict this shit. Like, you know, it's like in the wise words of Outcast 316. You can plan a pretty picnic, but you can't predict the weather, you know? And I stand by that. Shout out to Andre 3000 and, and baby boy. Um... But we get up there, you know, the snow was marginal at best. But I'll tell you what, guys, and this is like, this is this is on everything I love. For some reason, we had, I know me personally, I know the other guys had a great time. But I mean, me personally, I had one of the best weekends of my life, you know, was it the best riding of my life? I don't think so. But was it the best overall time? I think so. It was just from tip to tail. We had a fantastic ride up. Like I said, we were laughing so fucking hard. We blew right by the exit like a couple of ding-dongs. You know, we stopped at Sal's Pizza over there in Laconia. You got to check that place out. If you go up to, you know, New Hampshire or Lincoln or whatever, you got to check out exit 24, right past the Irving. You pass the Irving, 
Uh, once you get off the exit, your Irving's on your left. First entrance in with the with the Burger King there. Next one, go over there and check out Sal's Pizza. It's in the mobile. I know, guys, I know. Please. But just listen to me for once. Go in there. The fucking pizza slices. You order one piece, and it's like two of the largest pieces you've ever seen in your life stacked together as one. So be very cautious. Don't fuck around. I brought Sophie over there. She goes, give me three pieces. I go, whoa, 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 whoa. Take it easy. She's like, what are you talking about? I go, the pieces are huge. She goes, oh, come on. I go, no, no, listen to me. And sure as shit, we get the box for the first time. She's like, oh, my God. And she's saying to me, I don't want gas station pizza. I go, listen to me. Trust me. We've been together how long now? Almost seven years. At some point, you got to stop fucking trusting me on this shit. You know, we're Americans. We need to be honest with one another. And that's what I'm trying to do. Just stick, watch this shit, you know? Go in there, get her a couple slices, boom, 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 and knock their fucking socks right off. As I knew it would, you know what I mean? I'm going, I'm smiling, I'm smirking as she's eating it, you know? And I'm like, watch what she's going to do. Watch, watch, watch. Sure as shit, boom, you know? Oh, my God, this is so good. So me and the old sailor, we stopped there on the way up, you know? Uh, we got up to the house. It was probably, oh, man, probably like 10 o'clock, 10.30. You know, we left at 6. So not that bad overall. About four and a half hours. We stopped a couple times, take a piss, shit like that. Um, not a bad ride. You know, no traffic. Nick and Jared, they left earlier. They got fucked in traffic, you know. <laughs> Everybody thinks it pays to leave earlier. No, no, no. You only end up in the heavy shit, you know. Me and the sailor, we leave late, and we drive up like gentlemen. But we get up there, and we had a good night, you know, fucking laughing, joking around, fucking around. The guys were having some drinks. Jared was a little tooted up by the time we got there. And uh, when Jared's when Jared's got a fucking twisted tea in his hand, you know shit's about to go down, you know? And boy, did it. But... We were riding with uh, with two two friends of ours. Well, one of them was a, a close friend. The other guy we really didn't know. Uh, shout out to Bill and Bub. And you know, when you ride with somebody new, you you don't know. It's just like anything. You know, you go like you go to like a fucking football game, and your friend's like, "Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring my friend, you know, Chewy," and you're like. Oh, all right. You know what I mean? Like you, you don't know what to expect. You're hoping the guy's not a fucking boner, you know. And uh, that's kind of where where I was at. I think we were all kind of like that. We're like, ah, how's this gonna go? You know what I mean? Because it can go either really well or it can end up in fucking arguments, fist fights, and leaving somebody dead in the Alpine. You know, throwing somebody off fucking Diamond Ridge. But we get out there the next day, early in the morning, meet up uh, behind the Black Bear in Colebrook, and um, oh my God, went out for a ride, immediately knew Bill was the real fucking deal. This guy, full of piss and vinegar, he's like right on our tails, this guy is not fucking around, and I'm going to be honest, on the first glimpse, you know, short white guy, older guy, glasses. You look at the glasses, you're going, uh-oh, you know, uh-oh, we might have a problem here. But, in fact, 
we were no match for Bill, you know? Bill was fucking a wild man. In fact, his new nickname is Wild Bill. Guy was a fucking great time. Rode around up in Pittsburgh and shit like that. Got lunch at the um, uh, Buck Rub Pub in Pittsburgh. Fucking amazing. Got a, a crispy BLT bacon chicken ranch sandwich. Say that three times fast, eh? But it was fucking great. Got it with a little buffalo sauce. Jesus, you know, unbelievable. Didn't give me, didn't give me the shits. Nobody got the shits. That's how you know that the place is good when everybody gets on the sleds. Nobody's got a tummy ache. You can make it to where you gotta go. There's no, hey, I gotta fucking stop. You know, like it's just nice, easy riding. So you know a restaurant's good. Go check that out if you're on the trail or even just cruising by. Buck Rub Pub, Pittsburgh and New Hampshire. Love it. Horrible trails leading there, like I said in previous, but the food is fucking worth it all day long. But we um we went to a couple different spots. Bill got to feed the uh the, the Canadian Jays for the first time, you know. I think it was Bub's first time too. Really cool shit. You know, for me, feeding these guys is like the coolest thing in the world. To me, it's like the most, the, the coolest part about snowmobiling is being able to do this. And what, what I'm talking about is, I think I might have mentioned before, you know, up near the border, higher elevations, there's what's called the Canadian Jays. They're gray birds, usually plump because everybody's feeding them. You crumple up a little bit of granola or, you know, graham crackers or just about anything. I, I gave one a, a, a half a Slim Jim last week. Um, you put it in your hand. Hold your hand out. You got to be patient. And they swing down from the trees. You can barely see them. They blend right in. They swing down from the trees, grab the fucking shit, fly back to the tree, throw it in a, in a cache, and then they come back and they just keep doing that. And then at the end of the day or whatever, they got a fucking tree full of nuts and granola. They got a fucking feast, you know? And they, uh, they eat that. So I do it every single time we go up there. Anytime and you see them perched, you know, you got these, you know, 30-foot-tall pine trees and, and shit like that and spruce, and you just see them, like, on the very, very, very top. You just see those little birds, and you just know, all right, pull over and do what you got to do. So it was uh, Wild Bill's first time. Never saw that, you know, so I, I, I love it. You know, I brought a bunch of shit. I go, hey, you want to try it? He's like, yeah, all right. Fucking tried it, loved it. So I look forward to showing my uncle that because that is like the coolest fucking thing. Because, I mean, where else is a bird just written that you don't know, you know, is completely wild, going to land in your hand and eat shit out of your hand? Never. That's the answer. Never. But awesome, awesome time. Uh, after lunch, we kind of rode back towards the house in Colebrook, got back over there. And uh, it was about three o'clock and I'm not going to lie. You know, Nick says to me, he goes, listen, he goes, you want to go up to uh, to watch the sunset? And I'm like, nah, I'm like, I don't know, man, I want to get back. And he's like, come on. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. So we go and um, we get up there. You know, of course, naturally, we're like an hour and a half fucking early for the sunset. You know, ding dongs were like. 
Oh, yeah, the sun's close to setting. Yeet. You know? But we get up there. I'm not going to say where because, I mean, well, you know what? It doesn't even matter. I mean, what the fuck? Uh, but up in Dixville Notch, there's a, uh, a beautiful lookout up by the windmills, and you get this fucking 180-degree uh, view of, you know, just beautiful mountain ranges, you know, heading towards Arrow. Um, it's just amazing. It's, it, it, it's absolutely stunning. Um, so we went up there. We sat up there taking pictures and fucking around and having some laughs. We fed the birds again. We fed the birds like 10 fucking times, you know, um, and just had a wonderful time. And then the sun finally, after being there like a fucking hour and a half, like a bunch of ding-dongs and people were showing up and, you know, oh, we're going to watch the sunset and then be like, fuck, it's never going to set and just taking off. And we're like, good, goodbye. You know, we want this shit for ourselves and stuck it out. Got some amazing pictures, met a lot of cool people. One guy rode out of uh, uh, Milan or Milan, whatever you want to call it, um, on this old Yamaha snowmobile, which I mean, for him to ride from there is like an when I say an all day affair. I mean, all day affair, you know, on that thing, you know, but, and he did it. God bless his soul. And here he is watching the fucking sunset. I'm like, you might want to turn around. You might want to forego this, this scene right here and get your ass back on that fucking thing and get the fuck out of here. The guy was so cool. I I hope that somehow, some way he listens to this because I forget your name, but brother, you are the you are a fucking badass. This guy is so cool. We said, "What's your tow rig?" He goes, "Oh, I drove up in my Saab." We go, "Saab? What are you talking about?" He goes, "Yeah." Now, obviously, a Saab is just a regular sedan car. So, we go, what do you mean? He goes, "Oh, yeah, I told I told my snowmobile with the fucking Saab." Now, whether he puts it on the top of the goddamn thing, I've seen that before. I don't know if he's got a landscaping trailer that he puts behind. I don't know. Either way, bad to the fucking bone. I wouldn't want to do it, but God bless him, you know? But super cool guy, and just the the sunset overall was just fucking amazing. And it was one of those moments where you got the right people. You're in the right place at the right time. Everything is absolutely perfect, you know? And we watched that sun come down over the mountains, and we were left with this beautiful, just like, it's like peering over into heaven, you know? I mean, it was just stunning. And you can go on uh, go on my Facebook at Johnny Too Fast. You can see the pictures and shit like that. I'll be posting some of this stuff to... Uh, you know, to the to the um, Instagram page and shit like that. But, oh, my God. I mean, it was just 10 out of 10, you know. And I think it was a moment that we were all like, fuck. This is, what we, this is why we do it, you know. The most important thing in life, guys, especially for what I found, is you got to find something that just sends a shiver up your spine, you know. I'm not talking about like, oh, I like to go shopping or I like to, you know, go to Wendy's once a week and be naughty. I'm talking about 
like find something. Like I don't know what I would be doing if I didn't find snowmobiling. You know? It sounds stupid and whatever, but and fucking cliche, but I'm I'm dead serious. You know, it just it does something to me. It releases like, you know, the the craziest rush of serotonin that you could even imagine. And I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. And we've talked, you know, on the way up, Mike and I, you know, we're talking and we're like, you know, we should get, we should sell everything and fucking get side by sides, you know? And I'm kind of like, I'm looking at the weather and I'm going, winters are getting shitty around here and all this, you know? And I'm up on that mountain and I'm with, I'm with my, my guys, my crew, and we're laughing and we're watching that sun come down over that crest, leaving behind this beautiful orange glow. And I go, you know what? Fuck a side by side. This is where we belong, right here. All of us, you know? And every thought of anything else in the world went away. We, You know, when you find something that you truly love, you, you don't think about work. You don't think about your woes. And Lord knows I've got a million going on right now. And I can't wait. You know, I, I'm, I'm, something is going on right now that I don't want to, I don't want to speak on it as of yet. I'm going to wait for things to progress a little bit and then I'll touch on it. But, you know, when I, when I do this and I'm sure tomorrow will be a similar thing, maybe not as great, but, you know, you forget about, all of your woes and you feel like I'm where I belong and I wouldn't trade this moment for anything, you know? And that's what snowmobiling is to me. And and don't get me wrong. Love my at-home life. Love Soph. You guys hear our chemistry on here. We just go back and forth chirping at each other, fucking around. That's how it is every day. You know what I mean? I... I live a great life. Very fortunate, you know what I mean? Not saying like I got a shitty life and snowmobiles the only thing I got going for me. You know what I mean? I'm fucking I'm doing great. But this is the one thing that just gets my shit off every time, you know? I'm just all day I'm busting nuts, you know? All day. Me and the guys busting nuts. I shouldn't have said it like that, but we're gonna move past that, you know? But we got back to the house, shit showered and shaved. Went out for a nice dinner at the uh, the Chinese buffet over there in Colebrook on uh, Route 26. You got to check that out. Lovely owner, Linda, if you're listening. I got to get Linda some stickers. I love you to death. She's the sweetest woman you'll ever meet in your life. She'll sit down with you if the place isn't go if it's not ripping, and have a nice conversation with you. Great food, great people. Left there and uh, went back to the house. Got some booze and shit like that so the guys could get a little fucked up. Had Jared tell some of his crazy ass stories and just were howling laughing. And uh, Jared and I stayed up till, oh shit, probably two in the morning watching Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze. Isn't that a fucking banger? If you haven't seen, guys, listen to me. Look, 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 look. If you don't take nothing away from this podcast, right? Take this away. Go on Netflix right now. 
Because we're at the day and age where even the fucking homeless guys, like, you know, I was driving through the south side of Providence the other day. Then there was this guy panhandling on the corner over there on uh, South Main Street. I go, let me ask you something. I go, you got Netflix? He goes, yup. I go, I know. And I just pulled off. That's all I wanted to know. And, you know, so everybody's got Netflix nowadays. If you don't, what the fuck is the matter with you? But just go and get your mother's passcode or something. Just bum it for one night. On Netflix, type in Roadhouse. You'll see Patrick Swayze on there. This movie is bad to the motherfucking bone. Honestly. You know, when I told the guys to put it on, everybody's rolling their eyes. Here goes fucking Pepe with his old ass movies and shit like that. It's fucking garbage. And I'm like, listen to me. It's action-packed. There's broads. I mean, everything that we love. Music. You know, they got the Jeff Healy band on there. Fucking killing it the entire movie. Um, Sam Elliott in it. I mean, c- come on. Come on. <laughs> I'm about to slap this fucking mic. Can, what more could you possibly want? Anything more than that, like, you're just being playing outright fucking uh, rapacious, you know? But we watched that till like 2 in the morning. Fucking amazing. Jared's just like in awe, you know. You know that something's good when we get distracted. Because typically, you know, uh, probably three hours of our evenings when we go snowmobiling is spent on Omegle. And we're just acting the fuck up, you know. We're just going on there and just torturing the shit out of people. And for those that don't know what Omegle is... It's this, like, uh, live webcam thing. You go on there, and you can chat with a bunch of random fucking people. So one minute, you're talking to, you know, some kids in Cincinnati, and then the next minute, you're talking to some guy in fucking India, you know? And, of course, every once in a while, you'll talk to some fucking, you, you know, you'll click the next button, and it's just a big fucking hog staring you in the face. Some dude's just pounding his fucking meat nasty, you know, but it's seeing that. What do you want? You know, you're on Omegle. It's three in the morning. It's six in the morning where he is. I'm a man. I get it. You know what I mean? Would I be doing it on a fucking website where there's all kinds of people and, and children? Absolutely not, you know, but different strokes for different folks. <laughs> no pun intended. No pun intended. Um, But, uh, but you know, if we got distracted from our Omegle, uh, date that this shit was off the fucking chain so go watch that movie i'm telling you right now um oh and also as you guys know this past weekend we had the uh the super bowl it was the uh the fuck is a team it's the chiefs and the the seagulls or something like that the fuck oh the eagles duh um philadelphia you know, there's something about Philadelphia. I was right in their corner, man. Like I said, I, I don't fuck with sports. I, I don't like it. I don't want nothing. But if Meek Mill stands behind a team, you already know how I feel. You already know the fucking vibes. So Meek Mill is with the Eagles. Obviously, he's from Philly. You know what I mean? Shout out, you know, rest in peace, Dirt Bike Rel. Um, This is what I got to go with. So I was sitting there and fucking... 
in my living room sweating and breathing heavy and, you know, seen by the by the Rihanna show that we had shit in the fucking bag. Started off with Chris Stapleton singing the national anthem. Yup. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I wonder who they're going to have do it. Fucking see Chris. No hat. You know, I'm like, as soon as I see that he didn't have the hat, I'm going, oh, man, I don't know. This could this could go some fucked up kind of way, you know, but nope. He did a very beautiful rendition. That guy is fucking 10 out of 10, man. He's got a, a crazy, crazy voice. You know, he's got that dude was born. Some people are born to eat. Some people are born to shit. Some people are born to aggravate the and bug the fuck out of people. This guy was born to just belt out just crazy notes, you know, and he nailed it. Crazy stuff. Loved it. Um, Rihanna did the halftime show. How about that, huh? I know everybody's seen it, so we're we're watching it, and you know, as soon as it comes on the screen, we can see you know she's got the fucking bump. But I'm you know, and Soph and I we're not like tied into the fucking mainstream shit. You know what I mean? I get my news off Snapchat, so you know it comes and it goes. But I'm. I'm looking at her stomach and I'm going, you know, I know everybody's saying she's got a little bit of chub on her, but I mean, that shit looks like a baby. I'm like, well, she did just have a kid. Maybe it's just that. So we get like halfway through the show and I'm like, Sophie says to me, I'm on my phone. I got a notification. She goes, do me a favor. Find out when she had the kid. I'm like, all right, because we're like, oh, she still got the bump from the kid. I get it. You know, that's what happens for a while. Fucking. Look it up. Kid was born in May. And just as like we realize that that is not the bump from the previous egg, you know, she did like this thing where she rubbed her stomach just for a second. Just for a second. It wasn't like, remember Beyonce, that fucking idiot, when she pulled her blouse open and she's rubbing her stomach. I think Jay-Z went over there and fucking like lifted her, her shirt up to show her stretch marks and shit like that. And like kissed her, her her Audi. Like something something fucked up happened with that. Nope. She gave like a quick little swoosh. Like a, she judged. Actually what she did was she judged her fucking belly. And that was it. And I looked at Sophie and go oh my god. But like at the same time like she is pregnant again. And sure as shit. Everybody over 40 is online going oh my god. Rihanna's pregnant. They don't even know who the fuck Rihanna is. It's the first time she ever seen him. They're like oh my god. Rihanna's pregnant. This is crazy. Hoping to get retweeted by fucking TMZ. But pretty good performance. I think I I feel like she had more planned. But, you know, she's got a fucking an egg in the gut. She's not trying to fuck around and be doing all this acrobatic shit. I I can't even believe that she was up on those fucking those uh, flying stages like that. Me, six foot ladder. Halfway up, I'm sweating, I'm panting, you know what I mean? I'm starting to get lightheaded. I'm so afraid. I don't fuck with heights at all, at all. You know, at our shop for work, we go in there. You know, we've got this like, uh, it's like they call it the mezzanine, you know. So underneath it, we've got, you know, pipe bins and shit like that. And then they've got another level built on top of it where you got to climb, like, you ever go to, 
Home Depot and they got one of those ladder things that roll around. You press the button, it goes bang, it slams on the fucking ground, and then it locks in. And then they climb up to get the the box of, uh, you know, the 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 whatever you get in the fucking light bulbs and shit like that. But well, we got one of those. But some asshole decided to because they, they want to store it underneath. They go, no, 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 no. We we can't possibly have this thing be safe. No, 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 no. That's way out of fucking line. We got to What we got to do, because we want to be able to store this thing under the mezzanine, is we got to cut the safety bars off of it and leave jagged 45-degree sharp-ass tips. That's what we'll do. And then that way, it'll slide under the mezzanine, and God forbid you're carrying a fucking... Uh, a four-inch galvanized smoke pipe 90 down the fucking thing, and you just miss your footing, instead of grabbing onto a nice railing, boom, stake in the gut, you know? Fucking stupid. But we've got one of those things. I mean, even before some asshole cut the fucking safety features off of it, I was just shaking, you know? And I usually, by the time I get down, like when I'm climbing back down, I get down to like the, the third step from the bottom, I jump right off the motherfucker. I can't wait to get off this thing. And I'm shaking the whole thing. Things, you know, it's, it's just jittering. Not a fan. Not a fan at all. So when I see her pregnant ass up there, I go, she's got an egg in the gut. And she's fucking around. And that thing's swaying, you know. And as Sophie said, the little guys that look like peepees dancing around, you know, I, I thought they looked like fucking ghosts. It would have been so cool if instead of the uh, the white sweatshirts, if they would have wore the, the, the lifeguard, the red lifeguard sweatshirts with coral necklaces or whatever the fuck they're called. Saki, Itaki necklaces. I don't even know what they're called, actually. You know what? Let's let's get to the bottom of it. Let's make a phone call. Let's 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 phone a friend. Style up Soph. Let's find out. She's probably all happy from Valentine's Day. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice message She hung up. I think it was, prob- it was probably a mistake. I'm going to call her again. She's probably just happy because of Valentine's Day. Hey. Hi. What's going on? Nothing. Um, I got a question for you. What? What's the uh what's the name of the uh the, the fucking necklaces that the lifeguard sweatshirt girls wear? Uh Puka Shell. What is it? Puka Shell. Puka Shell. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. Puka shell. Who'd have thought? What'd I say? Taki shell? Who gives a fuck? Same deal. See, this is why this is why you date teachers, fellas. Whenever you want to ask a question about, you know, 2013 Caucasian suburbia uh, apparel, Bam, she's right there with the fucking answer. Just boom, boom, boom. You know what I mean? She's she's just fucking on it all the time. 
because she used to wear this shit, I'm sure. But, yeah, it was it, it was a great performance nonetheless, you know? Like I said, I think that they had more plan, but, I mean, she falls off, you know, fucking hurts herself, hurts the kid, NFL's getting sued, people are kneeling again for it. I mean, it's just going to get fucking ugly, so it's better to just play a safe, harness her up, leave her up there. I wish Left Shock would have made a, a, a reappearance, but, you know, is what it is. I get it. Um, but it was nice. It was great. They didn't play enough work. You know, that's a work, 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 work. That right there is a banger. Needed me. Banger. Whether you like Rihanna or you don't, you put that shit on the beat alone. You'll just be like feeling like, why do I feel like I'm getting jostled around? You look down, your fucking hips are doing the Shakira. They're fucking just undulating and, and rolling and and just you know just I, I i can't even explain it you're like oh shit what's happening right now you're just going for it you know you're a guy your hips are going you're feeling like this is kind of kind of weird you know your beepies dancing around you know it's just fucking uncontrollable this is what that caribbean shit does to you so i wish they would have played a little bit more of that but overall pretty good Rest of the game, fucking we're, we're all feeling good. But like, fuck yeah, Meek Mills, Millie rocking over there. He's he's just getting ready because shit looked like it was in the bag. You know, uh, they had more home runs. Fucking Philly had way more home runs than the other team. And fucking, uh, you know, oh, fuck you guy. What's his name? Patrick Mahoney. Fuck that guy. But then next thing you know, man. Boom, right from the back. It's like watching Survivor. Survivor's the same fucking thing. You're watching the underdog. You're watching the team, and you're like, this guy's fucked, you know? The brawn guys are fucked, and then just out of nowhere, fucking, they just, it's like a, it's like when you race a supercharged car versus a turbocharged car. The supercharged car gets right out, boom, immediate power, serpentine-powered, bam, immediate. But as soon as that boost finally hits in that turbocharged car, that motherfucker starts chirping Brody's ow, 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 fucking rum right by you. Just that top end hits and fucking see you later. It's amazing. And we got beat. What are you going to do? But that's the nice thing. I don't get offended. I don't give a fuck. It's one game a year. You pick somebody, you go, yup, they're going to win it. It is what it is. We don't get offended. We don't get butt hurt. We don't fucking start smashing the televisions like these fucking guys. What's better than the day after the Super Bowl or the fucking uh, the Grand Slam? What's it called? The um, World Series game. You know, you see all these videos, these fucking dads smashing the shit out of their fucking $8,000 big 84-foot fucking wide flat screen TVs that they pulled the second mortgage out of their house to fucking pay for. And you're just going, how stupid can you be? How how dumb are you? You know? But great game, great time, whatever. Went to bed immediately after. That's it. 
and as I'm watching this, I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm instantaneously reminded why I don't watch this shit. Immediately, within five minutes, I'm going, yup, I get it now. And we didn't watch the whole thing. We kind of popped in. We started. We were at a Mexican restaurant, had a nice dinner. They had it on there. Saw Chris Stapleton. You know, everybody's jaws were on the fucking floor. Um, And then we, you know, left. And then we got home probably like 10 minutes before the fucking halftime show. And, of course, naturally, we don't, like I said before, we don't have cable. We're not, you know, we, we, why pay $200 a fucking month for bullshit? You know, all these sports channels and fucking uh, music choice and all this garbage that you don't even want to fucking use or watch. Just extra shit they can just whack you for, right? Fucking uh, QVC, fuck out of here. Nobody wants your fucking pacemaker. I'm good, you know, or your fucking over-the-counter earrings. I'm all set. Save it. Enough. So we're getting home, and we're like, you know, she's, oh, I heard you can watch it on Fox News. Well, naturally, I'm going to completely ignore her. I mean, not Fox News, uh, Fox Network, Fox Sports, rather. Fuck. And, you know, naturally, like a gentleman, I'm going to completely ignore her. I'm going to seek out every other option. I go to YouTube, can't find the stream. I go on the, the browser on it, can't find the stream. I go on Free V, whatever the fuck it's called, nothing. Hulu, nothing. Netflix, nothing. I call up Jeff Bezos, no fucking answer. And finally, like a minute before the halftime show, she's fucking screaming at me. I go, okay, this isn't going to work, but we'll try it. Go on the Fox Sports thing, boom. Clicked it, on, done. I'm like, shit. And she's looking at me going, see, I told you, I, I told you. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, you know, she did. I'm not going to tell her you were right, you know what I mean? I'm going to play it off like something I did made it right because that's what you got to do. But she was right, you know. But got it on there and uh, watched the rest of the game and shit like that. Had a good night. I should mention by the way, that I'm back into my, uh, I love chefs, right? There's something about chefs. I know it sounds weird, right, on a first glance, but when you look at a a real deal famous chef, there's something about them where they're just so well-disciplined and they're able to articulate things that are very hard to put into words, you know? And you watch the way that they cook, and it's so, like it's like, it's surging-like in nature, you know? And my favorite chef of all time is Chef Marco Pierre-White. And Kyle, shout-out to you. I know you're listening. Uh, I, th- I think you're right on board with me. Marco is the real fucking deal. You know what I mean? He's... British guy, mother's Italian, cooks French cuisine. I mean, the guy's a fucking alien. And tall guy, long, luscious hair. Um, the only guy, so he, he, his protege was Gordon Ramsay. He taught him everything he knows, made him who he is today. First guy to get three stars in Michelin. Uh, 
you know, I'm not going to get into it. You can look into all that shit. But th- this guy's a badass, okay? Real deal badass. You can go on YouTube and there's fucking, I mean, a plethora of videos about him or, you know, showing him or whatever the fuck. And every once in a while, you know, I just, one will pop up and I'll have to watch it. I can't not watch it. And I'm sure it's the same with you with somebody. A podcast that you see come on or a guest to a podcast or a video of somebody and you're like, oh, fuck, I love this guy. I got to watch it. That, that's what... That's that's the type of relationship that I've got with Marco, you know? And when you when you watch videos of him doing just about anything, it's just so beautiful. You know, the way he cuts things, uh I mean, you know, the way he explains each and every uh facet of what he's doing I mean it's just amazing and you know when I'm working and people see me doing things you know they often say the same thing They're like oh you're so you're very calculated and you can tell that you've done this a long time and that you take a, a level of care you know and I mean it puts a chill up my spine because I'm like yeah this is what I strive for every single day of my life I've been trained from the ground up And, you know, every day is a new experience and you learn every day as well. And I and I I get to experience that when I watch him because it's something that I'm completely incapable of. I I I could fucking I could burn water. You know, I cook bread. It's got fucking bone shards in it. I don't know. I don't know. I try and I fucking fail, you know, and there's nothing worse then sitting there and you spend fucking, you go to the groceries, you know, because everybody likes to say, oh, you know, it's no big deal. You make a dish and you're done. No, no, no. Let's fucking, let, let's, let's, let's look at this objectively. Okay. Let's, let's account for every minute here. Okay. It takes me 30 minutes to decide what I want. Okay. I want a cauliflower cheddar soup, cheddar bacon soup. Right? Takes me 30 minutes to think about it. It takes me 10 minutes to look up a recipe, right? Now we're up to now we're up to uh 40 40 minutes here already. Okay? Now we got to take a ride to the grocery store. Okay? For me, I don't live close to the grocery store. It's an all-day fucking affair. You drive to the grocery store. For me, you're looking at 30 minutes, realistically. I mean, come on. Now in the grocery store, you're looking up all this shit. Fucking, I don't know. What's realistic there? An hour? Right? I think that's realistic. I mean, what is it? What, what do you guys take in the fucking grocery store? And be honest. Me? Because the problem with me is I go in there, I go, you know what? Let me grab that. Let me grab this. Let me grab that. You know, so now we're in there an hour, right? Another 60 minutes added to the clock. We're at a buck 30 already. 130 minutes. Then you start driving home. Add another 10 minutes. You go, fuck, I forgot the cream cheese. Can you believe it? I forgot the cream cheese. 
turn around. 10 minutes back to the store. Another 30 minutes looking at, uh, looking for whatever you need. Because you know whatever it is you forgot, that little quick thing, you leave the car idling because you're like, I'll be right back. No, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't, you know? Because whatever it is you need, that little last minute thing, you're fucked, you know? So that takes you 20 minutes. Now it's 30 minutes back to the homestead. We're at 230 minutes here, guys. That's fucking nuts, okay? Just to make a soup. Now you got to prep. Now you got to take everything. You got to fucking weigh it out. You got to get everything ready to rock and roll because a lot of these fucking recipes and shit, it's like by the minute. Boom, chop this up, throw that in. You got to do everything quick. Everything's got to be quick. Or at least that's the way that my brain processes, like ASAP. Get it done ASAP, you know? So now the prep takes about 25 minutes. Now the cooking pot. Well, let's, yeah, the cooking pot. You, now, now you've done the prep. You, you're chopping everything up. You're getting them into the bowls. You're starting to follow the recipe, right? What? Another 40 minutes right there. Done. We're at 295. <laughs> we don't even have this thing on the fucking pot in the pot yet. We're at 295 minutes, okay? Now we sit there and we go, all right, let's crank this baby up. Three hours in the crock pot, right? That's that that's right there. You've got a hundred and eighty right off the rip, right? Am I doing that math right? Of course I am. Hundred and eighty. We're already at four hundred and seventy-five minutes for a fucking soup. I'm I'm doing the math right here. This is real time shit. Okay. Now you eat it. So you just spent. Let's see here. 475 divided by 60. In total, you've spent 7.91 hours of your time, of your day, to make a mediocre at best soup. And I'm telling you this, and this is all coming from an honest place. You know why? Because this happened to me fucking two months ago. And it's 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 making it even worse. It's at, it's throwing salt bay. Salt Bay is just fucking letting that salt, you know, dribble down his dirty ass, fucking sweaty, fucking hairy forearm onto my soup and my wounds because now I realize how much time I spent. 7.91 hours, almost eight hours of my day was spent prepping, creating, and cooking this food only to have it come out like dog shit. So this right here is the reason why I don't fuck with food. I don't bother with it. I would, and and at this point in time, with inflation and everything else going on, it's it's really the same exact price to go out to eat now. That's what sucks, you know? So it's not even like you're like, well, I'm saving something. At least I'm saving something. No, you're not. No, you're fucking not, you know? If anything, you're probably going to spend more, if you can believe that. When you figure up each little individual thing, cream cheese, salt, pepper, you know what I mean? Collard greens, whatever the fuck you're making, mac and cheese, macaroni, the cheese. I mean, forget it. It just adds up and adds up and adds up. Next thing you know, you got a fucking $200 bill. I don't give a fuck where you go, you know? It's awful. So for me, I just, I watch Marco 
prepare this food and do something that I could never in a million fucking years bring myself to do. And I'm just shocked and I'm mesmerized and I'm in love with how much passion he gives to this, you know? And we're going to do a little bit of homework here, you know? I want you guys to go, you know, instead of doing a song, we're going to have you guys go out and look at a, uh, a an amazing sit-down with, with Mako. So you're going to go to YouTube. You're going to type in Mako Pierre White, full address and Q&A, Oxford Union. Okay? It's on the Oxford Union account. And... Basically, Mako sits down. It's about 40. Uh, actually, it's probably about an hour. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, it's, it's an hour long. And he chronicles from day one, you know, memories of his mother who he lost at the age of six. You know, his his experience of getting into the world of, of, of gastronomy and cooking and, you know, the hardships and all the jobs and, you know, how hard he worked and the way that he describes this is just so romantic in nature. It's amazing. I, I'm just, and I've heard his story a million times. I mean, I've watched every fucking video of this guy, you know? And every time I hear it, I am just like, I'm just mesmerized. Like the first time I've I've done it. It's like feeding the Jays. Same fucking deal. Like feeding the goddamn Jays. It's like the first time every time. And it just gets better and better and better. Because each time you hear it, you pick up just just a little more. You know, just a little more information, you know. And it's just amazing, you know. And he has something that I think we're missing today, you know. The love for what you do. The want and desire to give everything at all costs into what you do. And I, and I'm guilty of this. You know what I mean? He's old school. He's from the, I work, you know, 12 hours a day, every single day, six days a week, because I want to perfect my craft and I'm giving it all my intention, you know, and I want to be the best. And I want to give those who I am providing for the best fucking product possible. I want to do that under 40 hours a week. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm sure you're the same thing. You're like, yeah, I like my job and shit, but I don't want to do 40 hours a week, you know? Join the fucking club. But it's a, it's an amazing, amazing interview. I love it. I've watched it a thousand fucking times. The thing's got a shit ton of views. I'm sure I'm at least 50 of those fucking views. Go out. Check that out, you know? Because... I'm sure that you can pull something away from it. You know, that's what I love about it. You know, you you can listen to it. I don't care if you're a fucking cop and they're an electrician, a doctor, a dentist, a veterinarian, you know, a fucking dog walker. You can pull something out of his story and and apply it to your life going forward, you know? And it's truly amazing. So go check that shit out. Get down on that. And uh, I'm going to go and hit the fucking sack. 
Like I said, we're going riding tomorrow. Told my uncle 6 a.m. be at my house. We'll see about that. He's out there having fucking wine and crumpets with his wife. You know, it's Valentine's Day. I get it. But hopefully he didn't get too banged up and he's there on time. And we'll uh, get up there, do some fucking riding. Trails are shaping up nice. Just checked all the trail reports and shit like that. Stuff's looking good. Groomers have been out nonstop. And uh, fucking sends a chill up my spine, man. I can't wait. Can't, can't wait. Long, long weekend ahead. And I'm here for it, baby. So thanks for listening once again. Safe riding out there to all the all the snowmobilers and shit like that. You know? Couple weekends left, guys. Gotta get it while you can. So get after it. And go listen to that interview. I'm serious. That's the real deal. And touch base with me on that. I wanna hear reviews. I wanna hear what you felt. Cause I feel that shit in my fucking soul, you know? So alright, guys. Have a good night. Happy Valentine's Day. Like, share, follow. Subscribe, rate the show, you know, and uh, let's keep the momentum going. The numbers are climbing, guys. I'm starting to see dots all over the map. I love it. Let's keep this shit up. All right. Have a good long weekend. Hopefully you guys are out there too, and uh, see you around. Ciao.